0: What's up, Bravehearts community? This is Sean Heineman here with another segment of It's scary Terry Mary, wanting you to love fearlessly. And as always, I am excited, but today I have a special guest in the building. And of course, as you know, when I choose to have guests. I only pick the best people that I know that's going to benefit the Bravehearts community and to those who are watching and uh, all across the world or listening in in the podcast uh, arena. So I have special guests with me, Sherelle Thomas, and we're going to discuss self-worth, relationships, sex, and intimacy. So I know you all are excited about this as well as I am. What's up, Sherelle? How are you doing this beautiful evening
1: Hello, I am doing amazing, and I just want to thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to the conversation that we're going to have, and I'm excited. So thank you again for having me.
0: Yes, for sure. I've been watching your, your Instagram videos for a while. Seen you on a couple of interviews that was really good I think I, I seen you on um I think chasing yanti one day or something mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. and I was that's like, where it
1: all started yeah
0: I was like oh <sighs> shoot I got to have her on the show so of course i continue to follow your content so thanks again for taking some time out of your busy day to be a guest on it's scary to remarry first of all tell the Bravehearts community a little bit about yourself and what you do
1: So I am a certified love and intimacy coach. I work with both men and women, helping them create a more fulfilling and satisfying love life with their partner. I help them do this by teaching them how to have a a deeper connection with their partner, as well as mind-blowing sexual techniques that will leave both them and their partner satisfied yet yearning for
0: more. Yes, and I know the viewers and the listeners are excited about that. I'm pretty sure (laughs) you can help some folks out here. Uh, during these trying times that we live in. Yeah. Yeah, So, so, so let's jump into this. Give me your definition of of self-worth and how important is knowing your self-worth when dating?
1: So, self-worth is equivalent to self-esteem. And basically, for me, the way that I define it and see it, it's how you feel and how you view yourself. Like, how valuable do you see yourself? It's all about like that love for yourself. How much do you cherish yourself? If you even cherish yourself, like what thoughts and feelings come up for you when you think about yourself and what type of love you have for yourself? So that's the general gist of it um how important it is when dating it's very important because we're vibrational beings Mm -hmm. so a lot of people are unaware of that but whether they're aware of it or not like we are kind of like gravity you know it we are um whether you're aware of it or not, like Mm -hmm. gravity is in full effect and the same thing in terms of us being vibrational beings. So the way that it works within relationships, you attract people based upon how you're vibrating and what level you're at, so if you are seeing yourself as not good enough, not worthy enough, you're going to attract in someone who sees the same thing, they're going to mirror the wound that's within you. But when you see someone, when you see yourself as being valuable, as being, you know, protected, as being safe, as being amazing, mm-hmm. then then i'm sorry i got a notification i don't know what it is with this laptop so if you see a hand raising or something like that it's something automatic with zoom and i don't know how to turn it off so it just threw it. me off <laughs> but Yes, however you view yourself. So if you see yourself as amazing, if you see yourself as fun, you see yourself as valuable, you see yourself as worthy, you're going to attract in somebody else who does the same and they're going to treat you as such. So it's very important to understand what vibration and what frequency you're operating at because you're going to attract in someone who does the same. That's why you see a lot of people like in relationships, and they go from relationship to relationship and it's the same situation, but different face. That's because they haven't changed what's within, like you haven't changed how you're vibrating. So of course you're going to attract them the same thing over and over again.
0: Mm-hmm. I totally agree with that. It's uh same, uh, same relationship, different faces.
1: Yep. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Because there's a lot of people that talk about why I keep choosing the wrong people. Why I keep running into and people that tell these these long stories about these horrible people they've dated for years, and yes, I'm just thinking, yes, could yes. it be? It, could it be that it's you?
1: What's the common denominator? Yeah,
0: right. And exactly. it's so mind blowing to people they like, I never thought of that. And I'm thinking, yes,
1: hmm,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. Probably- but
1: in re- reality, like we haven't been taught that. Somebody actually had to tell me that you know, in order for me, I always thought that, you know, it was, it was just coincidence that I keep attracting in the same type of man, but in reality, like, I had to be told to, you know, look inside, and once I started seeing, like, I would make a little bit of improvement, and then I would attract in someone who made a little bit of, you know, who's also reflecting that improvement that I made and then I started seeing it more and more and more and I'm like oh wow like that's me like we create our own reality I came up with this um saying that I I live by and I tell myself all the time like this analogy not saying but if you go to the mirror and you don't like what you see are you going to break the mirror are you going to change the mirror no you're going to walk away address whatever it is that you don't like and come back to the mirror until you see a reflection of what feels good and that's how it should be in a relationship i always tell my clients it's so important to cover your side of the street before going to your partner saying hey i'm not happy with this take Mm -hmm. care of yourself first before you can ask for somebody else to provide that Mm,
0: i love that yeah you can't pour from an empty cup right
1: exactly exactly
0: Oh, my God, that is so good. Yeah, because I think in this day and age, we just live in uh, we we lack an accountability um, mm-hmm. you know for the things that we do, and even having mentors and stuff, right? People that can help walk us along this road of relationships and even life in general. Um, we lack that. I know Google's a great tool but it doesn't replace mentors and people that can really speak into our life. And like you said, you have to be taught those things.
1: Exactly, exactly. And I think it's, it's so important, especially in the Black community, because nobody taught our parents, like, so we can't expect, you know, for that information just to come naturally for us because we were raised looking at dysfunctional households So how do you bring function out of dysfunction? You take care of the source and the foundation, which is that mental piece, but we're not taught that, you know, and even with, you know, black men, like when it come down to therapy, it's, it's a, you know, I don't need it. I don't need anybody to teach me, but why not? If somebody's trained to tell you how your hormones affect your brain or, you know, how your brain operates, Why not? Like, why is it such a um, why is it so demeaning to Mm -hmm. have a therapist? It doesn't mean that you there's something wrong with you mentally or you have this disorder. All it means is I haven't quite figured this out yet. Can you help me in this area? Like, it's just that simple. Like you don't just come into this world knowing everything that you need to learn to know. And speaking about mentors, like I am big on having support, like how you mentioned about my interview with Yancey, yeah.
0: um,
1: in the beginning, I've been doing this for about five years and in terms of love and intimacy coaching, but I just became public on, you know, Instagram and all of that, and actually putting myself out there in March of this year. But really? why? Yes. March of this year. Why? Because I, I had these insecurities about putting myself out there yansi showed up she served as my mentor mm. so it it really shifted things and because of that because i had that support because i had that sounding board now look you know like my business has grown tremendously mm. i'm here having an interview with you and I've, I've had so many since becoming um visible but it took somebody helping me and leading me to actually put myself out there mm.
0: Well, shout out to you shout out to Yancy as well because I, I watch her content as well i've been mm-hmm. listening to her for a couple of years i heard her on a, a show called mental dialogue or something
1: mm, and okay. uh,
0: just been following her from there people that has that that sound wisdom you know mm-hmm. I, i'm always a fan of their work and also uh, i see you roll with kissy as well kissy oh yeah yeah yeah, kissy, yeah. good friend of mine i'm had to get her on a show as well
1: Yep. She's another mentor that I I just love. I meet with her every week. So Mm -hmm. I I have a whole slew of people (laughs) like on my team, but, and then I always give people like their flowers as well, because I wouldn't be where I am if I didn't have that support, if I didn't have that guidance, but yeah, I love kissing. Mm,
0: that's awesome because I tell people I would not be the man I am today without mentors. Yes uh, and, and even in in the church community, right? Like I have pastors because a lot of times people experience with church is bad, but I've had pastors who have spoken life to me and, and was willing mm-hmm. to take take time out of their day from their family from their busy schedule to meet with me to uh, help bring me along to correct me when I needed to be corrected. And uh, mm-hmm. call me out on my BS, all kinds of different stuff to help make me the man I am today. I would not be who I am without them. So I'm grateful exactly. for those. So it's only right that we pay it forward.
1: Exactly,
0: exactly.
1: And it makes a major difference. Like, it's how many people on this earth? Like, we're not meant to struggle mm-hmm. and, you know, find out on our own. Like, we don't have to find out things the hard way. We can seek support and mentorship and, you know, all of that to make it to our destination faster. And then we're positioned to help somebody else. Like, look at you and what you're doing and the platform that you have, the podcast, YouTube, like all of that, it's meant to serve other people.
0: Mm, Yeah, for sure. And I'm also looking forward to more of your YouTube videos as well. Oh yeah, 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 I officially
1: (laughs) started. I might be calling on you for some help and mentorship in that (laughs) aspect. I absolutely
0: I, I can honestly say I hate like editing and all of that good stuff so <laughs> well I'm you again. do it well you do a heck of a job on your um on your Instagram like you're killing it I see some of your stuff I'm like okay well maybe I need to you know pull a little bit of stuff uh, out of my <laughs> toolbox to see you know exactly what you're doing because I'm like look like you're a great editor to me when you do your videos
1: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. But yeah, YouTube is a whole nother ball game. I don't have the patience for it because then you got to sit back and listen to yourself. I don't want to do that. Like, let me just say it and put it out there.
0: No, for real. No, I, I hear you. Let's talk about uh, female clients and do, do they find that struggling provocative or maybe sexy to bed for their husbands? Do they find that a, a challenge or? Because I was watching one of your, uh, one of your reels and I think you was talking about that one day or something. So it made me formulate the question. I was like, huh, is that an issue? And and, and how does that look? Do you have more parents that? I mean, more wives maybe they have kids that struggle with this or maybe single? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, what are your thoughts on that?
1: I think it's, it's a bigger thing. It's not, re- I think it's more so about being taught that it's okay to mm-hmm. um, the biggest thing overall, which interferes with, you know, a woman dressing up for her husband, going to bed in lingerie and all that other stuff and being sexually expressive, a number of different things. One, women has been suppressed and condemned for embracing their sexuality So it's not gonna change overnight just because you get married, especially Mm -hmm. if you grow up in a Christian household, no sex, no sex, no sex. And then boom, you get married, you can have sex. Who taught you how to have sex? Like Mm -hmm. a lot of people learn from trial and error. So if if I was condemned for this first half of my life or this first part of my life for having sex or telling me not to to have sex, that desire is suppressed. So then when you get married, where does it come from? Like you can't just pull it out of the sky and like all of a sudden I'm this sexual goddess. So that plays a major part, the condemnation that women experience from dealing with that. Mm -hmm. And then the other piece is actually, you know, when it comes down to expressing themselves sexually, one, we're not taught how to do it Mm -hmm. as well as when you have so many tasks on the plate, like a lot of moms, disregard like that role of self-care self-pleasure like all of that because they want to take care of their husband they want to take care of the kids they have a career they're trying to better themselves and then when it comes down to sex it's the lowest on the totem pole because at the end of the day like women need to be we need to have that that special type of stimulation in order to feel okay i'm ready i want to go Men is different You can look at a female, ding, I'm ready. Women, we need more than that. Like we need to be enticed. We need to be stimulated. We need that emotional bond. We need to feel safe and seen in order to really be aroused in that aspect. So I think it's not really like a problem with putting on the, you know, the lingerie and everything, Mm -hmm. but it's actually getting to that desire. And then once you have the desire, Of course, that's another task, it seemed like. Like, you all exhausted, you look at it like, okay, I'm doing this out of obligation or I'm doing this to please my man. Let's just hurry up and get it over and done with. So putting on lingerie is like the least of their concerns.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, again, I guess too, that's more, it starts on the inside first, right? I guess Mm -hmm. it starts on the inside and how you feel. Uh, And then kids, because I have young kids, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. I have a one-year-old and i'm 44 it's like thinking (laughs) you know i have an 18 year old daughter that just graduated high school all the way down to a one-year-old
1: how many kids do you have
0: i have four total we have a blended family as well so okay but as far as as far as in my house my daughter she graduated and she's with her mom and then we have three boys
1: okay and 18
0: one how old are the other two uh six and two
1: Six and two. oh wow one two six and okay
0: 18 yeah got yeah, it got so it got yeah, it the way my life is set up
1: yeah and uh, you know what I'm actually going to be doing a YouTube video about that because people think that okay I have kids like sex go on the back burner like I can't you know do it and it's like a rare occasion But there's ways to be creative. Like, I feel like after I had kids, like I started having the best sex, like Mm -hmm. when I was married, you know, with my husband, because we had to sneak into it. Like, that's what it builds that arousal. Like it, it builds that anticipation. And then like when you messaging throughout the day and stuff like that, it's building that up as opposed to dating when it's just like, you know, especially if you're having sex before marriage, but it's just like readily available at all times. Times like there's no interference so I think like when you have you can have a healthy and thriving sex life after kids after having kids mm. and I'm speaking as a mom for myself
0: so oh okay okay,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: okay so you're talking about experience too that's yeah. good well i definitely looking forward to that because that's that's something that really need to be addressed because uh kids they you know they don't have any boundaries. They just come busting <laughs> in your room, and I mean, when you got younger kids, it could be a lot. And yeah, they so yeah. got sneak. It's just like I thought I was grown. I'm still sneaking as a
1: exactly. Girl. <laughs> but it's it's fun, or at least it is to me. It's fun, mm-hmm. like building that anticipation. But I would, I would probably, oh my gosh, like crawl up under a rock and just lose it if any of my kids ever caught me. So mm-hmm. it's like I have to be very very strategic and very creative like with it and playing games and all that other stuff and I know for me and my ex-husband like one of the things that we was the number one priority is to make sure that the kids are occupied and it's like a breather like you need that time you need that space even if you are going out off to you know have sex and do your thing with your partner just that understanding that they are taken care of and we got 10 minutes you know of uninterrupted time you can make it a family game you know that's the one thing we used to do like if you guys sit in here and be quiet mm. you win the game and at the mm. end of the game you get to pick whatever it is that you want so just chill stay here don't move none of that and it was always it was a win-win for everybody
0: interesting i gotta try that because i have i have not added that to my arsenal yet <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> oh, that's what's We're up on yeah right oh my god because my kids yeah they love their little iPads and stuff so you know Mm -hmm. but i realized too it's important especially for moms to feel that they know that their kids are good
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: Make sure my babies are okay and you know you can have my undivided attention but
1: exactly
0: it's not good there's going to be
1: nope exactly exactly like you can't focus you can't disregard that so i i totally one thousand percent understand
0: safety first uh, uh, yeah right uh, yeah I, that's important because I think men need to hear that as well because we don't we don't think about all that we just trying to you know mm-hmm. we just trying to get it in and you're like wait,
1: tunnel vision. Uh, yeah right yeah.
0: as my old pastor would say the doors of the church are closed so yeah we, <laughs> you know so make sure that the kids are taking care of brothers. and she will have mm-hmm. your undivided attention exactly uh, how important and because i seen this in the video how important is having feminine energy for a woman Ooh, very important
1: it's kind of like having this not tapping into your feminine energy. first of all every woman have feminine energy like it's part of our divine being mm. kind of like gravity you know like it exists it's a law same thing with feminine energy mm. but when a woman doesn't tap into it, it's kind of like having a luxury vehicle in your driveway. And all you can do is look at it. Like you can't get in, you can't take it for a drive. There's no no engine, like none of that. It's like, it's not operating in the manner that you should as a woman mm-hmm. when you don't tap into your feminine energy. And it doesn't have to be this, I don't even know what some people think feminine energy is, but it's, it's, I say it's a matter of receiving pleasure, like receiving Mm -hmm. pleasure, like owning the power that you've been given. And it doesn't always have to be equated to sex. Mm-hmm. it could be spending an extra five minutes in the mirror making yourself look the way you desire to look that's feminine mm-hmm. energy it's operating in this confidence in this divine power like i know who i am it's loving yourself it's having that self-worth you think about things like creativity things mm-hmm. like um so ooh, operating from your heart like we have a you see that thumbs up? See, <laughs> yes. I told you. <laughs> so
0: that mean you—that mean you preaching. That's all.
1: Exactly. <laughs> that's confirmation. <laughs> um, but yeah, like when when we tap into that feminine energy, like we have a gift when it comes down to intuition and using our emotions to guide us. When we don't tap into that, we're left making decisions from our headspace which is not how we were designed to be. Mm -hmm. Women, we have that power to use our intuition to make decisions. And that's why I believe like women are so important and so critical and so valuable, like in a household, even with the man being there. They say the man is the head of the household and all that other stuff, but the woman is the one who can guide, give that divine inspiration that comes from within, that comes from God and Mm -hmm. pour that into your partner that's what that union is about so I could go on a whole tangent about feminine energy but it's not it's putting on lip gloss like feminine energy is not this extravagant thing it's just tapping into the core of your being of who you are and operating from it
0: Because, mm-hmm. and I always tell you know with, with women even if they're struggling in their relationship and stuff like that I'm like it's okay for you to operating your full feminine energy because men love that mm-hmm. you know for, for a woman mm-hmm. to be in her full essence because it's like that's that's what we aren't like as men we
1: exactly
0: <laughs> you know we aren't so we are naturally attracted to it and when you really on 10 in your full femininity there's mm-hmm. nothing more attractive
1: sure like, sure yeah right it kind of like a, you know, a flower at its, like, biggest peak at its highest bloom and, like, you know how it, uh uh oh, it's about to raise my hand again, (laughs) but you know how, like, it, a flower is just there and it automatically, like, attracts and, you know, the pollen, the Mm -hmm. bugs, the bees, Mm -hmm. like, all of that, that it needed actually to thrive And that's how we are supposed to be as women when we're operating in our feminine energy. We are receptors like we're meant to receive. And what like think about I think about like the body, how the body is made, like sex, mm-hmm. our bodies alone, the vagina, it's meant to receive, like you're not giving anything out. It's the way that our bodies are designed. I don't think that that's by coincidence at all, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. not one bit, like we are supposed to receive and attract and operate from that highest state of being.
0: Mm-hmm. I love that because there's so many, and and I get it in this day and age that we live in, you know, you got to operate in your masculine sometimes because you got to do this and that mm-hmm. to make things happen because, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah. But, it, it, and I even, um, the other day I was talking to somebody and, oh, I was in a grocery store or something, I was somewhere, but I remember asking this lady, I was like, and she worked at the grocery store. I, I approached her and I was about to ask her something and she had this look on her face like like really like she thought I guess she thought I was about to try to talk to her or something uh, and, and I'm just thinking like why don't you just smile mm-hmm. you know I'm like uh there's nothing you know more attractive than seeing a woman that that smiles hmm Mm-hmm. You know, and it ain't even gotta be flirting and trying to take you to bed or something. It's no. just like be pleasant, like
1: it's attractive, it's inviting, it's welcoming, and that's all it is. Like nothing more, nothing less. Yeah. If you want more or they want more, you gotta open up your mouth and speak on that. But smiling, like that's priceless.
0: Yeah, yeah. So uh yeah, because that's what it was. I was on Clubhouse. <clears throat> And, and a lady asked me about uh how can she attract you know a certain kind of man into her life and i told her i said smile you know that mm-hmm. that 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 would help you right there your profile picture changes smile in your profile picture <laughs> yeah you, know, you gotta be yeah. inviting i
1: was looking at a, a- Uh, Yancey had made a post in her group she has a a private Facebook group and um, she was telling all the single ladies to like post their pictures and like half of us was smiling and the other half was just looking mean and it was like that's nothing inviting about that at all like but I understand how some women can think I'm supposed to be this way and they're hard is not trying to say i don't want you mm-hmm. but their face is their energy is
0: mm-hmm. yeah because again like you said the the inviting smiling can invite someone right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know so yeah so i i totally agree and that's that's something that i'm i, I love the whole feminine energy and then seeing how god created y'all and mm-hmm. is it, wonderful uh what do you do when when you're in the mood and when your partner isn't
1: <laughs> i think the most that's like an ultimate level of rejection depending on how it's it's handled but what i encourage my clients to do is to be proactive like find out what turns your partner on in advance look for cues where you know that, okay, sex is off limits tonight. You know, like if they had... So when your partner is in the mood and you're not, it's very important, like before you even get to that state to understand and have this foundation and this understanding um, of sex within your relationship, find out what turns your partner on, what turns them off. Find out where they are, find out when it's okay to maximize that opportunity to have sex. Because in doing that all in advance and communicating in advance is setting you both up to win, as opposed to having a rough day and coming home when the partner is expecting sex and it's just like, no, you know, like they're not emotional. emotionally capable or physical physically capable or Mm -hmm. mentally capable of being able to provide and actually receive and enjoy that pleasure Um, so that's my first thing is to know in advance now second if uh your partner is if you're in the mood and your partner isn't it's important to find out why Because that's the quickest and easiest way that you can get your needs met is to address theirs first. It's kind of like, you know, getting to the source of the problem Mm -hmm. so that you can get what it is that you want, which is action in the bedroom. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, because um, mostly men are more higher desire. Um, But I'm sure that there's some women that might be, might be higher desire, (laughs) you know, but I guess it depends. I think too, you need to know um, which one you are in your relationship, but I Mm -hmm. think it's important, like you said, to find out, let's get to the root of this.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. In advance and know in advance, like what you're up against. And it's a lot of people don't do this, but it's very important to know that you're sexually compatible with someone before forcing everything else. Like, I've heard some people say, well, I got married and I thought that she would just have sex more or, you know, women during the dating phase withholding sex, you know, and not Mm -hmm. wanting to be intimate while while dating, which is understandable. Mm -hmm. But then when they get married, they're they're telling their partner, I'm going to be this, this and that, you Mm -hmm. know, once we get married and then they get married. And it's like, womp, womp. Like, mm-hmm. what happens to all that stuff, you know, that you're talking? <laughs> so it's very important to know, like, what turns you on, what's important to you. Know who you are sexually compatible with. And make sure that you include that during the dating phase and vetting phase. That'll cut out a lot of that. But, of course, life happens. So, you know, as you grow older with someone things changes, a woman goes through menopause, which Mm -hmm. affects things, you Mm -hmm. know, and even with men, you know, things changes where they don't, they're not always able to get it up as Mm -hmm. quick as they used to be. So it's just knowing what works, addressing what doesn't and getting to the on the same um, playing field
0: that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Because um, when you with someone throughout an extended amount of time, whether if you're married to them or you know you're in this relationship for years things do change mm-hmm. and I think it's important to have those conversations because when you don't I do believe that's when uh the intimacy stops and things of that right. because somebody might be too embarrassed to tell you know I'm, I'm struggling with this or I'm struggling with that yeah, yeah, yeah. different yeah. place in my life and because people rarely talk about sex they talk about like the maybe like the 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 freak stuff the stuff that they might see in videos or movies but talking about (laughs) the false stuff yeah right but talking about like the 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 nuts and bolts to it very few people really take the time to talk about that
1: but you also have to understand like the reason being is because they don't understand the nuts and bolts to it so it's kind of like you know going to somebody talking spanish when they don't even understand it you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) kind of like and that's why I love what I do mm-hmm. like I, I love working with couples I love working with clients it's because and, and that's another thing too is like people will say perfect example I get a lot of clients will be like my wife don't like this and mm-hmm. it could be it could be kissing it could be being touched it could be different positions mm-hmm. anything And it's always, my wife don't like this and Mm -hmm. and she won't do this, Mm -hmm. oral sex, like all of that. Mm -hmm. But I always get to the bottom of it. I always get to the bottom of it. And then once we address it, we understand that it was linked to some type of trauma. It was linked to something that happened in childhood. So it's very important. Like if if there are issues like that within a relationship and within whatever, you know, a marriage is so important to get help because there's blinders that you don't see. So you can't talk about it because you don't even know those blinders are there. But having the proper help can help you uncover and unveil all of that.
0: Mm, that's good. That's good. Because, um, and, th- and I guess that's why therapy is important, right?
1: Correct. Finding the right therapist and finding the yeah, right coach, finding mm-hmm. the right mentors, because you can go to th- Like we, we tried within our marriage several Okay, (laughs) I used to feel so sorry for my ex-husband because every time we went, they would slaughter him. Mm -hmm. And it was Mm -hmm. it was kind of like me watching abuse like I would hate it. Now, I I wholeheartedly want you to take my side, (laughs) but in reality, it's not beneficial for our relationship, Mm -hmm. you know, so it didn't help to tear him down because now. We felt bad coming in, but after you came and you teared them, tore them down, now we got to go home. And it's like a double whammy. You ain't there with us. It's just me and him. But it's very important to find the right therapist and to find the right coach. And you know, based upon the results that they've helped people get, mm-hmm. based upon your flow, your vibe, and then a big thing, mm-hmm. one thing that I never try to do is enforce my opinion. I always tell my clients the answer lies within. All I'm here to do is help guide you to it. That's it. That's it. It's never black and white where what I say goes. And I think that is very important when it comes down to therapy and coaching or whatever type of help that you receive. Never allow somebody to force their opinion or their judgment onto your situation.
0: Mm-hmm. That's good, cause uh, yeah, we had marriage therapy this morning. Cause we, you know, we have our own therapists, we have our individual ones, and we have our marriage it. therapists together. So we, <laughs> there's a lot of therapy going on around here, but uh, you know, it's more. When I tell people, it's not that our marriages is in shambles. It's just because it's like right. the oil change, right? You exactly. just need maintenance. Yes. Yep. Yep. And it's
1: okay. Not only is it okay. Like my therapist, I see her once a week. I've been seeing her once a week since May of last year when all that stuff happened mm-hmm. with that, the civil unrest and all that. Oh, and yeah. I tell her all the time, she my paid best friend. Like <laughs> what I say, I can go out, I can lay it all out. And I know that it's between me and her. I know she ain't going to judge me. And mm-hmm. she tell it to me like it is like, so I, 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 I don't, I love, Therapy, okay? Like I, I am big on therapy. Me the right
0: too. therapy. I know, right? And I'm glad you said that. It's almost like a. It's almost like dating, right? You like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't know if this is going to work.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that compatibility.
0: Yeah, you gotta have it because I've I've been to maybe like this is my third therapist by now. And I, I don't. I guess I'm getting off track. But why we here? My school. No, you thought. But um, this is my third therapist maybe going on three years because I've been with my my first therapist for two years
1: mm-hmm. and then
0: eventually you know I end up switching out or whatever and uh, I went to one lady and you know she was cool or whatever but I was like uh, I don't know if uh, I'm just not feeling it you know I'm like yeah. so now you know the lady that I have now she's awesome and I'm mm-hmm. glad that I was able to find that right person because I guess that can become a uh, a job within itself, like you say, finding the right therapist. You like
1: exactly,
0: uh, you know, uh, yep. about yep. to psychology today, um <laughs> like psychology <laughs> today, because they they give you nice options, but uh, they're not paying me for this. But anyway. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Yeah, therapy is definitely necessary. Um, oh, and that's what I'm going to say about that. That's what it was about therapy. Because I remember a lady asked me. She she thought that my wife was sending me to therapy. I'm like, no, I'm doing this for me. <laughs> she thought like my wife was like, no, you need to. I'm like, nah, this is this is for my own well being. I'm exactly. You know, I love me. She's not pushing me into this. This is this is for my. This is for me.
1: Man, I love that. And and I hope you continue putting it out there. So, you know, you can be an example for others to do it for you. You know, not anybody else, but do it for you.
0: Yeah. Because sometimes it can suck, but you know what? Sometimes it's necessary. You like They (laughs) call me out on my BS
1: and that's
0: something I need to tighten up and it's okay. You'll be better on the other end.
1: Exactly. I tell people all the time. Well, my coach tell me, Um, she tell me like you have to go through what she said the the easiest way is to go through it like not Mm -hmm. putting it under the rug like the the easiest way to get over it is to go through it that's what it is the easiest way to get over it is to go through it and a lot of times we suppress these emotions when they're really coming up to be healed but if we don't have that outlet and we don't have that source to go and get the healing to help us go through it It just keep, you know, kind of like an athlete with a broken finger. You learn to cope with it. And it doesn't, you can't use that broken finger to the way it's supposed to function, but you learn to cope with it. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. So true. So true. Mm -hmm. I was watching in one of your reels, you talked about sex and money. I think I, I, you had a whole bunch of views on this and I was just (laughs) like, I have to talk about this because the numbers were crazy in this, in this reel. And you said they should not be used in exchange for love. And can you expound on that reel um, on Instagram? Because there's something I want to say, but I'm going to wait for you. Okay. I want to be politically
1: correct. The reel that I did was just expressing that sex and money should not be used in exchange for one another. Mm -hmm. Sex is sex, money is money. Both of them are expressions of love. Mm
0: -hmm. But
1: the way that we've been taught in society, the way we've been conditioned, a lot of people think that, okay, if I have sex, there has to be some type of financial skin in the game. Mm -hmm. And guys think, you know, I'ma give you this finances finances or whatever, which means you should be giving it up. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. if I'm taking you out on a date, you should be giving it up. And for me, I say it's BS, Mm -hmm. like, I'm going to have sex with you because I want to have sex with you. It's an expression of love with a man. You give money because you want to give money. It's an expression of love. I had one client (laughs) who came to me and she was just like, my car broke down and he won't get it fixed. And it's $600 to get it fixed. And if I'm having sex with him, he should be getting it fixed i'm not not gonna have sex with him until he get it fixed no that's not how it works like are you in the escorting service like are you in you know like no that's not you're in a relationship if you need the finances you ask for the finances but don't use your body in exchange for the finances Mm -hmm, like i feel like it take away from the sacredness of it like all of that it should not be used in exchange for one another i know they have this meme going around where it's like 40 dollars like that's the new thing like 40 dollars on i will be damned like, if I'm doing it for $40, like, that's it. Like, no way. No $40? Way.
0: You can barely exactly. get a number, a number two at McDonald's before forty dollars.
1: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, thank
0: you. So yeah. that's what
1: I mean about not using sex in exchange for money.
0: Mm, that's good. I like that because I think we intertwine those two when it comes to culture. Yeah. It's like, yeah. like you said, most guys, I think we even train that in order to have sex you have to spend money yeah you know <laughs> so so of course guys that, you know they want to take you to a five-star uh, restaurant because they think i i gotta get this because i really want to have sex with her so i'm not going to take her to starbucks i'm gonna take yeah. her. To- yes yes it's crazy it's mm-hmm.
1: crazy i know uh one guy <laughs> I my heart go out to a lot of the men because some of them have no clue but this one guy messaged me and he says (laughs) I feel bad for saying this but he said I would like to take you out on a date on my expense and I was like Mm -hmm. thinking to myself who who else gonna expense it you asking (laughs) me out (laughs) you think that's a nice gesture Mm -hmm. like I was just like, oh my gosh, like my heart goes out to some of these people dating nowadays. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I want to talk. Uh yeah, that's a that's another show within itself because I want to talk about that. Cause I think that's a big issue mm-hmm. with relationships today, especially when you hear Clubhouse and, and even some stuff oh, yeah. on Twitter. There are so many people, especially even the younger generation where they feel that. I got, you know, I got to have the the money phone on my Instagram. Like I got the money phone and it's showing women that I got money. So it's going to attract you to me for, so we can have sex. You know, the more money I have, the more women I can have access to. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. we still, and we that still have that mindset. Rock.
1: Like having money is a turn on for women. Like <laughs> yeah. we don't want nobody broke, you know, living in the like what can you offer? And I think that this goes back to that masculine energy, you know. Feminine, we receive. So we're operating, we're we're positioning you to set you up to win by allowing you to express your masculine divine energy, which is to provide. Mm. So if somebody is broke, you know, how can you operate in your highest potential if you don't have the means to provide? And mm-hmm. it doesn't mean you got to be this multimillionaire and all that other stuff, but it is, you know, it helps. It helps.
0: For sure. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I'm going to bring you back on the show to talk about okay. that because I, I get that a lot from people, uh, especially the younger guys, guys that's in their 20s you know, maybe even early thirties, they still have that mindset, like the bigger, the bag, the more women I can have. And like you said, if I just want to have sex with you, it's just because I want to like, that's your, that's your decision already.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that, you know, that whole idea and that understanding the more, the more money I have, the more women I can get, mm-hmm. like that's from a state of brokenness. That's not Mm -hmm. from a state of wholeness. You know, why do you need all of these women? Like, what are you doing, you know, with them and for them? Do you have enough to satisfy all of these women's needs and all of their desires so I think that that comes from a state of brokenness as well like you're you're seeking this egotistical idea of I have to have a lot of women in order for me to get a lot of women I have to have a lot of money and I have to flaunt it but what they don't understand is they're going to attract in women women Or vultures as opposed to feminine divine queen you know women who can help you take that bag and multiply it Mm -hmm. as opposed to taking from it
0: that'll preach (laughs) what a better way to end the show dropping all these wisdom bombs oh my god you're gonna help some people today (laughs)
1: Thank you, thank
0: you, thank you. Yes, for sure. Do you have any questions, anything before we end the show? Because I can go on and on. Like I said, I have to bring you back because we have to talk about this money and sex thing because, oh my God, I like where we were headed. But anyway. Yeah. Any, any, anything, anything that you want to say to anyone before we end the show, any piece of advice, anything that you want to give to the mm-hmm. listeners? Oh,
1: advice. You. Yes. Advice. So September is near and dear to my heart. I don't know what it is about this month, but it feels like, you know, with the, within the, the change of seasons and all that, it's all about like me setting myself up, me setting my clients up just to you know succeed you know succeed in life and maybe because it's the last quarter of the year so it's this Mm -hmm. time to cram everything in and to me September is personal so the reason why I say all of that is because um the the foundation of how I operate in in September is all about creation and being successful what is success like for me for the end of the year so what I want to offer is the process that I use to manifest and to set me up to win and to actually maximize my success for the year, which is clarity, love, success. So, whatever avenue you are designing or something in, whether it's in your relationship, whether it's financially, whether it's you know emotionally, whether it's what well, it doesn't matter. Whatever it is that you want in your life right now, you still have the opportunity to get it and not only get it in, but get it by the end of this year. Step number one is to identify what that is. Clarity loves success. Success loves clarity. Success loves clarity. Success loves clarity. Be clear on what it is that you want in order to be successful. So number one is identifying what it is that you want. Number two is actually feeling into the feeling of having it already act as if it's already done and that's where you receive inspired inspiration when you align with that like i started off in the beginning we're vibrational beings so when you start feeling those feelings inspired action will come to make it come into fruition. And then the third step, which is the biggest piece, is that if you have resistance, if you have negative emotions, if you feel feelings of not good enough, if you feel feelings of unworthiness, it's very important to address that and get with someone who can help you work through that. I, myself, Um, I'm I'm in a crunch my my capacity is limited for the amount of new clients that I am taking on for this last three months of the year but you can always reach out ask questions I'm open and available you can find me on instagram at Shirelle thomas that's c-h-a-r-e-l-l-e-e-t-h-o-m-a-s and that's all I have to say so I hope that's helpful um, and just giving you guys something to work with something tangible to walk away with and actually implement right now. If you are experiencing, experiencing anything in your life that you do not want.
0: Mm, that's good. Cause I do believe that, uh, you have to believe, um, and and you got to have those, uh, those faith, you got to have a faith, but you got to have a works exactly. to go with the faith. Right. Exactly. And, um, because even the other day I asked about, uh, with, with, uh, you know, Miss Kev on stage, I seen her, um, uh, the Love Hour podcast. I always listen to them, big fans of the show or whatever. And I remember, I was just like, man. So when I seen her post, I was like, oh, shoot. Cause I was like, I always wanted to be a guest oh, on the show. I was like, oh, wow. I know this is, this is my lane right here. And sure enough, yeah. she's like, hey, I'm looking for some male relationship uh, yes. experts or whatever. And I'm like, I believe I caught that.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: know, and then to be able to see it. So I was like, okay. So now I'm just waiting on some results. So shout out to everybody who showed me love on that post. Um, so I believe I'm going to be a guest on there. I'm looking forward to that.
1: <laughs> so let me ask you this. Uh, when you first of all, when you're notified of that, so already like now, just start practicing mm-hmm. how you're going to respond, how you're gonna react, how you're gonna feel, and embody it. And act like it's already done day to day now my question for you is who's the first person you are gonna tell like when you get that notification <laughs> that come through like hey we want you on our podcast
0: oh yeah I'm, i mean of course i'm gonna let miss heineman know i'm gonna let the, the wife know as well because she's at, is an, in anticipation as well um so okay. yeah she she's definitely gonna know first and uh yeah I'm just I'm just waiting I'm just waiting on that email to come or you know
1: I love it so with that being said one thing that I invite you to do is to practice that conversation practice how you're going to tell her that way you're overriding everything else Mm -hmm. you just get into the end result that one thing that's easier than actually you know seeing yourself like receiving the email because then like that 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 butterflies and stuff come in like oh am I gonna get it am I not gonna get it we're gonna override all of that Mm. which is going straight to the source of how you are going to be and start practicing that I did that with Donald Trump actually like When we, you know, when the election and everything was going on, like I used to turn on the TV and it would be so close and it was like that anticipating the anticipation and hearing, I'm like, gosh. So, what I would do, I would turn off the TV and I would visualize him kicking and screaming and you know, throwing everything because he got to lead a White House and he don't want to. So, when that stuff used to come up. Yeah. Emotionally, I'm not going there. You know, I'm not gonna get caught up in the statistics and everything else. I'm going straight to the source. Him kicking and screaming, you know, out of the house. And that's exactly what he did. Yeah. There was even a, a, a um a picture that somebody posted on Facebook and it showed him just throwing Seaming up, like it. throwing stuff <laughs> and everything. I was like, this is it. This is what I've been visualizing. wow Yeah. Yeah. So same thing with you. Visualize that conversation with your wife. Yeah. How you're going to respond, how you're going to act, how you're going to smile, like how you're going to message her, like yeah. how you're going to call her, you're going to run in there, pick her up, like whatever it is, visualize that and stay connected to it. Start practicing mm-hmm. it over and over and over again until it become reality.
0: That's good. That's good. I'm sure I will let everyone know as well. <laughs> <Once> <laughs> yes. Uh, Sherelle, thank you so much for taking uh, time out of your day to be a guest on It's Scary to Remarry podcast. Uh, Let everyone know how they can get in touch with you. Give us all your social media contacts and, and anything else you have coming up.
1: We're going to keep it simple. We're going to do Shirelli Thomas uh, on Instagram, which is C-H-A-R-E-L-L-E-E-T-H-O-M-A-S. Find me on Instagram. I do also have my website, which is shirellethomas.com. You can find me there, but we're just going to keep it to those two things. And anything else that I have coming up? Yeah. Oh, I haven't announced it yet. So, you guys get the goodies, right? With my okay. workshop. Mm-hmm. My next workshop will be the art of seduction, just teaching couples how to really tap into their sexual power and embody their sexual power so that they can provide an ultimate level of satisfaction.
0: Mm. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you heard it here first on this. You sure did. <laughs> 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 that's what's up well thank you so much again sherelle for your time i appreciate all the wisdom that you have given us today so brave hearts community make sure you follow sherelle make sure you show her some love let her know that you heard her on the scary to remarry podcast you can also subscribe on YouTube, hit the subscribe button. And also, if you can't watch this, make sure that you subscribe on uh, Apple um, Apple Podcasts and any other streaming platform that you get your podcast from, because you might not be able to watch it, but you can listen to it. So it's available on uh, both platforms. And make sure you leave us a rating and review as well. Whether that's a one-star review or five-star review, let me know how I am doing on the podcast Give me your feedback. I appreciate it. This is Sean Heineman here at A Scary Too Berry. Wanting you to love fearlessly. Take care people.